0: Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now
1: with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. And on the breakaway, McDavid's go! Honestly, it's just impressive. I don't think my English is good enough to find it, another word for it right now. And the century mark has been achieved in game fifty solidifies he's one of the top players to ever play the game. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. McDavid, 500 points. I'm James Neal. They're They're trading heavy leather here. Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers. Leon Dreisaitl, one-timer from an impossible angle. Fun years are still ahead here in Edmonton. This is Mike Smith. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Yes, the your Army back barring in. Made by Smith. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, brought to you by Digitex, service for all brands of print equipment in your office. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A. The Edmonton Oilers clinched the playoff spot. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. Six thirty check.
0: and welcome everybody bob Stoffer joining you on oilers now a trip down memory lane that is argent from 1972 today born in 1945 one of the founding members of argent was jim rodford he was later bass guitarist for the kinks passed away in 2018 that song close to what that's 50 years old now that song's been out there Maybe a little bit apropos. We got a jam packed edition of orders now for you. It is brought to you as always by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Angie Quinnell pinch hitting back of the 630 Chat Studios for Brendan Escott, who will rejoin us tomorrow. And we got a change in terms of the makeup of our uh, batting lineup for uh, today's show. Brian Lott from the NHL Network, the former general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning, the man who drafted both, both Steven Stamkos and Victor Hedman. Uh, Brian Lawton will join us today at 1235. We will talk about Ryan Nugent Hopkins' contract because Lawton was the man at Octagon who hired Rick Vallette, the same Rick Vallette who ultimately negotiated the deals with the Edmonton Oilers on an eight-year extension. We did not have Brian on the show last week as uh, he was attending the funeral of Tom Curvers. Uh, we'll also have Brian. Shed some insight on his perspective and, frankly, knowledge of the situation involving Duncan Keith and the Chicago Blackhawks. And, of course, talk about the Stanley Cup final. Louis DeBrosque from NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet. Oilers, color analyst on the television side. He will join us today at 105. And uh, we'll talk a bit about the procurement of players, uh, the importance of experience, how you get those guys. If that is indeed what is needed. And uh, and maybe some of the unique uh, some some would say benefits, other was would, would say challenges of playing in a hockey mad market. David Staples, Cult of Hockey, coming up today at one thirty. We're going to make reference to David a little bit later on, uh, but he'll uh, shed uh, his thoughts on several topics in and around the hockey team as well. Of course, he's post media's man on uh, COVID on the pandemic and uh, the province yesterday. 12-plus, now up to 49.6% of the population, 12-plus, fully vaccinated. uh, vaccinated. So that's a good thing. We're at 73.5% single shot, 49.6% full vax uh, in the province of Alberta. Right now, that is 12-plus. Here is how you get hold of us. You can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780 the province is back up and Adam and the River Cree Resort Casino is back up and Adam. Excitement, bet on it. We will tell you that all their restaurants—Tap uh, 25, Italia, uh, Fat Burger—they're all good to go. Uh, they have masks. When you come into the River Cree Resort Casino, you can wear your own mask if you want. You can ask for a mask, or you don't have to wear a mask. It's uh, your choice. And uh, they still have the plexiglass dividers in between the various machines as well as the uh, the tables. So River Curry Resort and Casino and uh, the patio once again open daily, ni- 11 to 11, with uh, the biggest screen in the city, with uh, daily drink specials and an upscale menu. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Update those old floors with one-color engineered hardwood for only two ninety nine a square foot. Head to ashleyfinefloors.com. We're on Twitter. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan Escott will be back tomorrow. Uh, I think he's going to assist in uh, putting up uh, the show on podcast as well. I I took a look at the numbers for uh, June. About a quarter million individual downloads uh, for the podcast. So thank you for everybody that's uh, using that resource as well. Uh, It's great and keep the feedback coming love it uh we don't have to agree that's the beauty of situations but we go to our top story for legacy heating and cooling get your ac today with no payments and no interest for a year that's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling so here's the deal look we got a game five stanley cup i think they're going to pull it off uh looks like the Storms going to miss tampa bay and i think the lightning are going to get it done i think they're just too good they're going to close it down they're going to have uh they got to make the run They could have as many as six players gone off the team. And Montreal's had a wonderful playoff run. It's been a tremendous story, but Tampa Bay's just better, and I think they seal the deal tonight. Our top story pertains um, to some of the ongoing perspectives out there involving Duncan Keith. Uh, And the genesis of everything started when a week ago Wednesday, Elliot Friedman reported that uh, Duncan Keith had approached, uh, through his uh, new agent Jerry Johansson the Chicago Blackhawks about a potential move to Western Canada or perhaps the Western United States uh, due to uh, family reasons. The beauty of having a, you know, I host a a, a show called Oilers Now, and it's a privilege, and uh, there's a lot of passion in oil country. Uh, There were some markets that said, you're going to do a two-hour daily show uh, on uh, on the hockey. I'm like, yeah, because the appetite is there out there. And uh, we all hope that maybe the team would have had a little bit more success, a little bit quicker ascension in terms of where they got. 16-17 uh, appeared to be headed in the right direction, got into the final eight. Um, to this day, I'll have some debate over what went on during the course of that series, but at the end of the day, the Oilers ultimately didn't get it done. There was a regression 17-18, 18-19. The last two years, the team's been 12th and 11th. They've been really good on special teams. They've achieved a lot during the regular season, despite not having what we'd consider at this stage an elite goaltender or a lot of depth up front. The beauty in oil country is everybody has an opinion, uh, more so than ever before. And we have a situation involving uh duncan keith by reports where for family reasons which i'm sure many of you can appreciate his preference would be to play in a market closer to uh, where his son is at colton and uh, edmonton makes a lot of sense uh you know there's uh, multiple sources have now verified that the keith camp would be quite interested in the situation in edmonton um The orders are indeed on the radar screen. Logic dictates, just because of the situation involving Oscar Clefbomb, that the orders need a second-pairing left shot D. Now, many of you out there are of the belief that there is this uh, significant uh, market for second-pairing left shot D, and the orders can be in on everybody. Uh, Names would include Martinez, uh, McCabe, both uh, uh, American players, Uh, Alexiak down in Dallas. Those are three guys that are out there um i don't know if you can get any of those guys i've had people tell me that alec martinez is not going to play at edmonton i've had people tell i don't know how good jake mccabe is i know the analytics suggest he's decent jamie alexiak appears to be a top four defenseman with some size i do think the orders desire building a bigger defense over time i don't know if you can get any of these guys uh that just comes with uh you know the reality of the situation i know there was a time. Maybe back to when Kevin Lowe was the general manager in the early 2000s, that the Oilers really kind of struggled getting any kind of substantial, impactful player in free agency. That's just the reality of the situation. When we got to the, came out of the 0405 lockout, teams had to get down to $39 million salary cap. Suddenly, Edmonton, with cap space, was able to bring aboard in about a three day window uh, Chris Pronger and Michael Pecca. They played that one and only season, took the city on a wonderful run. Pronger was tremendous. He requested a move out of Edmonton after, and didn't elected not to resign with the Oilers as well. Uh, in the summer of 2007, Daryl Cates began his pursuit of the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club, and the team got very aggressive uh, in free agency. The RFA offer sheeted Thomas Vanek. Buffalo matched it. They turned around and uh, signed Dustin Penner, signed Sheldon Surrey. Uh, many were critical of the Penner contract, To this day, uh, he actually outscored Ryan Smith uh, from the time that he was with Edmonton to when he was traded to L.A. for a first-round draft choice, which turned out to be the aforementioned Oscar Clefbaum, as well as Colton Tubert, Dustin Penner, which this seems lost on a lot of people, actually outscored Ryan Smith. (laughs) I would say some days it's lost on some people that were in the Oilers organization at that time. Um, But Edmonton paid through free agency for those guys. So they got in the game a bit because they had a little bit of wiggle room. Um... The Orders got tremendously lucky. There's no question about it. They didn't win. You know, people say, well, you know, they, they won the lottery. They got Hall. Uh, they won the lottery and got Nugent Hopkins. Actually, New Jersey won the lottery that year and moved up four spots and got Adam Larson. 2012, did anybody win the lottery? I don't know, but they sure in heck won the lottery in 2014 and 2015. They hit a home run getting Leon Dry settled and Connor McDavid in 2015 and the end result is the team the last two years has had the two best offensive players in the world on the same squad and now we're seeing an occasional situation where they're getting some breaks along the way and they're getting some interest from maybe places that weren't traditionally there for Edmonton and that brings us to Duncan Keith now through resourcing the general consensus has been every step of the way that the Hawks have been looking for a roster player, and they have designs to go get Seth Jones, so they would want Caleb Jones, theoretically, from Edmonton, and another prospect. The Hawks don't want to retain any money on Duncan Keith. He's a $2.1 real million dollar, uh, charge this upcoming season and 1.5 in the next year. And people say, well, what about the Caps space? And the Hawks would argue, well, you're getting a huge break on it because you're only paying the guy uh, $3.6 million over the two years in the deal. And given that you're on the hook for uh, Clefbom, and I'm not 100% sure if that's uh, full pull because Clefbaum had a shoulder injury before he signed that seven-year extension, which may wipe out any insurance protection. Traditionally, insurance covers about 75 to 80% of a player's contract. A player like Keith at that price point in real dollars could be potentially uh, of interest to teams. Now, some would say right now, listening to the show, Stoffer, the owners are negotiating against themselves. Keith Camp wants Duncan in Edmonton. Let's see where this goes. I know that David Staples, I'm going to mention him. And David's a contentious guy. We have people that are left of center that cannot stand David's politics and have uh, openly whined and complained and texted the show and said, you shouldn't have him on the show because I don't agree with what he says even though we're talking about hockey for 60 to 70% of the conversation and doing a bit of a pandemic update because it's directly tied to the business returning of hockey and the business returns when the fans get to go back in their seats. Um, I don't agree with everything David says. I know there's people out there that think David's a master in clickbait and he's an aggregator of Oilers stories and then spins it to his demise He or to his like. And he said yesterday that uh, if the owners are... If the cost is Jones and a prospect uh, for uh, Duncan Keith, they need to shut that down pronto. Again, people are allowed to have their opinion. I've repeatedly stated Bouchard, Broberg, and Holloway wouldn't be included in any deal. It would surprise me. I think the orders would be lulled to trade McLeod, Lavoie, or Samarukov as well. The analytics community, meanwhile, has uh, picked apart Duncan Keith's uh, years. And and here's the thing. There's more information now than ever before. There's 20 or 30 people out there that do some really good work. There's no question about that. And the situation in Chicago hasn't been pretty the last couple of years. That team's given up more high-danger scoring chances, more shots on goal, any other team. They also haven't had a classically built defense. They've got a 37-year-old defenseman last year, Duncan Keith, playing 23 minutes a game, playing with two rookies, with a goaltender that's unproven, uh, a coach who has a reputation for not exactly having one of the most staunch defensive systems in the league. Um, Again, people are allowed to have their opinions. That's the beauty of the situation. I I repeat... The story we keep hearing out of Chicago is they do not want to retain any money. Now, and they want Caleb Jones because they want to take a run at Seth Jones. That's where they're at today. We got about nine days or so before they have to put in their protected list for the expansion draft. Maybe that changes. We're not sure. We're not sure how this plays itself out. I uh, went to an establishment last night, bumped into some friends that I hadn't seen, and, well, we we coordinated. I hadn't seen these guys in 16 months. And they're huge football fans on top of hockey fans. And one of the great quotes in football was Jim Mora. And as we go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com, I'd like to share with you one of the more comical all-time rants on the perception of people not knowing you'll never know and it has to do uh it is not specific directed to the fans but more specific directed to the media so we're going to let her rip
1: with jim moore you you guys really don't know when it's good or bad when it comes right down to it will you make a promise to us will you tell us when it's and i'm promising you right now that you don't know when it's good or bad you really don't know because you don't know what we're trying to do. You guys don't look at the films. You don't know what happened. You really don't know. You think you know, but you don't know. And you never will, okay? Just for your own information. Sometimes you, it won't, I can tell you it won't be good, and you'll see it won't be good. Sometimes you'll think it's good, and it isn't any good. Sometimes you'll think it's bad, and it was pretty darn good. Sometimes you'll think it's bad, and it was bad. But basically, you really don't know. The only people that really know are our coaches. And that goes with run blocking, pass defense, all those things. The media public doesn't know. You guys don't know. Not really know. I would
0: say we have more information today than when Jim Mora did that infamous rant. And so there's more ways to statistically analyze. Some of you out there are pretty good on video and can break things down and encapsulate. But so while I might assert we have more information today, you still don't know how things are going to work out. Think to last October. The Edmonton letters didn't get Jacob Markstrom. They signed Kyle Turris the opening day of free agency to a two-year deal at 1.65 million after he got bought out by the Nashville Predators. I'll be honest with you, I said, well that makes sense. Five-time 20-goal scorer, right-shot Oilers need a right-shot center comes in here, slots in as a third-line right-shot center. I could see that working out. Lots. Of, I checked. I went back and checked the text. Lots of people supported that decision at that time. Didn't work out for the season. The next morning, which was a Saturday, Tyson Berry signed. Brian Lawton was one of those guys that thought it'd be a tremendous fit for Edmonton. If you'd listened to the show over the last several years, you know I like Tyson Berry. Nine games into the season, the Oilers were three and six. Tyson Berry was minus seven, and we had people texting the show saying Connor McDavid should demand a trade out of Edmonton. And it was a terrible signing, bad fit. The guy can't defend. He ended up leading all NHL defensemen and scoring. Was a plus player. Did it work out? Didn't look like it was going to work out early. Definitely worked out towards the end. Later that day and that Saturday, the Oilers re-signed Mike Smith to a one-year contract. People went nuts on Twitter and on the text lines. They did. We had people text and chat on Saturdays. And we didn't even have a show. I checked. They were crazy upset. How could the Oilers bring back Mike Smith? He had a terror. He's done. He can't play anymore. Well, he was a pretty important player for the team this season. Now, 912 save percentage in the playoffs. Man, you'd hope for a little higher. He got outplayed in goal by Connor Hellebuck, who was 950. Hellebuck did not get back to that level against the Montreal Canadiens, where Carey Price outplayed him. That's what happens in a short sample size. So a lot of people had made their, you know, Smith had had a tough December, as I recall, in his first year in Edmonton. The point of this is, is you're all. Everyone can have their opinion, but you don't actually know how it's going to pan out. I think, theoretically, if Edmonton got Duncan Keith, he could be beneficial to this team. I know the best players in the team think he could help the team. I don't know. what the, If the deal gets consummated, I don't know what the final deal is going to be. I do believe that Chicago's looking for Caleb Jones and a prospect. They want the best prospect possible, and they don't want to eat any money. We'll see what happens. Because you know what? You never know. But I will say this. There's more knowledge today than there has been in the past in terms of getting information. 1225, we'll come back in one minute's time. Get to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now.
1: Subscribe to the Oilers Now podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630
0: Chat. All right, very quickly, Ashley, five floors text line. uh, Val from the high desert of Northeast Colorado says, Bob, I think Coach Mora took his cues from Daryl Sutter on how to dress down the media, how to win friends and influence people by cross-checking them in the face. For the record, though, I always loved Coach Mora's comments on anything. Well, actually, Coach Mora, as you would know, Val, predated uh, Daryl Sutter as a, as a hiring coach. Coach the New England or the uh, New Orleans Saints uh, had one of the greatest exchanges ever with a reporter when the reporter said, "You know, are you concerned that you guys have nothing to play for this weekend if So and So wins on Saturday?" And he just lit the guy up. It was awesome. So, uh, funny, funny guy to NHL today for elite promotional marketing company branded apparel products and awards, all created in house shop local at elite promo marketing.com. We got game five. The Montreal Canadiens trying to stay alive back into the orders now audio vault for direct work where Dominic Ducharme says physical play led to the success in game number four.
1: I just think it's part of our game. Uh, maybe we took that to another level to, uh, last night. And but if you uh, if you watch us play, all, you know all year and and even uh, even more in the playoffs, uh, it's it's been part of our game.
0: We'll see what happens. Game five tonight. Alex Cora remains out. The Habs look like they're going to go with the same lineup. Italy. Winning in uh, penalty kicks yesterday against Spain after Spain dominated the first half. Today, it's England trying to advance to a final of a major international tournament for the first time since 1966. They play uh, Denmark, who have recovered from um, almost losing Christian Eriksen on the pitch. Uh Denmark the nineteen ninety-two surprise European champions uh back in the day. All right, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, and when we we'll return our headliner today for Will Hawk Beef Jerky will be Brian Lawton from the NHL Network. You're listening to Oilers Now.
1: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, six thirty Chad.